Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. So many great moments. Oh, here we go. So many thrills. So many spills. Triple M is proud to present MG's Rugby League Rundown. Back and bigger than ever. MG's Rugby League Rundown returns. One sleep until the NRL season kicks off. The Parramatta Reels and the Melbourne Storm to do battle at Amy Park. MG, welcome back, sir. Good to see your beautiful face. And uh, Chucky is in the uh, studio as well with us today. Charlie, g'day, mate. How are you, boys? Good to see you. I can't wait. Look, this is um, uh, probably because the cricket, summer of cricket wasn't so captivating, you know, with the West Indies and South Africa touring. Obviously, the, the India's test is... Also been a bit of a blight, but um, footage, I don't know, this off-season seemed to go longer than, than most, maybe because of the fact we had um, the World Cup, and that kind of, once that was finished, it seems to have been six, seven months ago. So finally, tomorrow night, we have the uh, the Eels taking on the storm, and I cannot wait, Liam. I, I couldn't agree more, MG. The summer of cricket went on too bloody long. Uh, the fact that we got to the Big Bash final and then half of the sides flew out for the India Tour was a joke. Yep. It was terrible fixturing, and although I will say, did you happen to watch that England-New Zealand test yesterday? Oh, yesterday, my goodness. I spoke the... on the way home from radio today. I um, I do a weekly uh, catch-up with, a, um, I think it's Sky Sky New Zealand, um, and <laughs> we haven't, we, the first thing we spoke about was that test match, the, the one-run uh, victory to the, oh. the Kiwis after, the, after being sent back in, what, the fourth team only in history to – to, to get put back into bat and then win the test match was incredible. incredible Only the to... second ever one-run victory in test history. <laughs> Jimmy Anderson has just been oh. renamed the greatest bowler in, in test cricket currently. He went past Pat Cummins, and he's the worst batsman in the English lineup. But at least he had the cojones to try and win the thing. Jack Leach the, with the specs oh. and the spinner, he, he just didn't want it. to get out. He refused to hit the ball. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, this is not MG's we cricket digress. rundown. This is MG's rugby league rundown. Although I will say, my producer on the rush hour with Lisa will dub on eyes English, and geez, I took some joy in him. He was yeah. crying at his Good. desk. Right, rugby league returns. Let's let's just get stuck into your mob. This is this is unprecedented. Before a ball's even been kicked, before a game has been started, MG, your Penny Panthers are Des- have an decimated. opportunity to three peat. They look. I believe that if they do uh, happen to go back to back to back, which I, I think they will, I think they will. I think it's going to be one of them tenacious efforts for them from them this year. I think it's going to be their, their best accomplishment to date. They've they've had their carcass really kicked at, uh, eaten or eaten at while they've been alive. Still, Appy Coruscant's gone. Kick out a young Katoa who will make his debut for the Dolphins. Jennings, who's at the Dolphins, uh, Jermaine Hopgood, he's a big loss because he he's going to be the next superstar, I think, in rugby league. O'Sullivan went to the Dolphins, Charlie Staines went to the Tigers, and uh, probably the biggest one is Cameron Serraldo, the co-coach, uh, the assistant coach going to the Dogs. And then news just recently of Stephen Crichton and Spencer Lenu both going to the Dogs next season. So, yeah. um, got, look, that's the price you pay when you have history made upon your club, which they did last year. Five competitions, all won. Um, Harold Matthews, Estuary Ball, Jersey Flag, uh, New South Wales Cup in first grade. Never been done before. You're going to have some sort of fallout from that, and, and the Panthers are feeling it at the moment. Just on those, you mentioned Serraldo, you think is the biggest loss. Player-wise, who you got as the bigger loss 
for that 2023 lineup? Kikau. Kikau uh, over Coruscant? Coruscant. You got Coruscant over Kikau, yeah. Appy. Yeah, Appy. Um, you look at all the good teams around in this competition, and look, they've all got a a number nine that's a, a match winner. Mitch Kenny, I'm not saying he's not. He can develop into one, um, but he's more of a, you know, he's more of that type of ball running um, back rower type lock forward. The same thing maybe McGuinness is doing at the Sharks. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's got they've got a young bloke called Sony Luke, who along with Jermaine Hopkins were the two best players in New South Wales Cup last year. So. Um, expect to see a lot of him. Um, you know, Mitch Kenny will make his forty tackles. He won't miss any. He'll he'll be there for the tough stuff. But Appy's creativity out of dummy half is going to be sorely missed. If we look at it, I was just I was doing a quick bit of research, and the the last ten years of the of the NRL has had a, a Roosters and a Storm shaped shadow cast over it. Like Panthers, since the Panthers won the the minor premiership. Um, three years prior, it's been, it's, it was nothing but the Roosters and the Storm finishing mm. top of the table. Now, they didn't win the comp every year, but they have just dominated this competition. And now the Panthers have put themselves into that conversation. They've won two from three. They've made three consecutive grand finals, which is incredible. They've won two from three. From a coaching perspective, though, I don't know if Ivan Cleary, because of the quality of players that are on this Panthers squad and have been for the last three years, have a, have a listen to this, and this is just for the NRL. So Wayne Bennett, what he achieved prior to it becoming the NRL, aren't, isn't included here. But in terms of coaching success, Ivan is currently two premierships from four grand finals because obviously he got one as the Warriors coach. He's two from four. Hasler's two from five. And I don't think we probably talk about Ivan Cleary in the vein that we talk about Des Hasler as a coach. Would no, that not be fair? Yet, no. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Bellamy's that's, that's on, that's three on, from on, five, and that's on sheer volume. I think of games coach as well. I think yeah. that I think he will overtake theirs eventually. Bellamy is three uh, when you, they had two taken away, obviously. But Bellamy is three premierships from five grand mm. finals, and Bennett's yep. four from six. Yeah, I mean, Ivan Cleary. I'm not saying I, blasphemy to even suggest that he could go past Wayne Bennett. But from a purely like premierships and grand final appearances perspective, he's stacking up the numbers. Yeah, and he's doing it quite. You know, it seems so long ago that uh, the Tigers' debacle was upon that. You know, the that club, him, um, the player they signed, the bus, or that bus. Um, it's it seems to be when uh, two thousand nineteen, I think they came near the bottom of the ladder. And then all of a sudden, 2020, they turned it all around and got to the grand final against uh, Melbourne, obviously. Um, but they, I think that that group of players who played with each other for so long in SG Ball and Harold Matz, and they came through in under-20s when Serato was coach of the winning 20, 20s team back in, I think, 18 or 17. Well, they all start, they all hit first grade together, and that's kind of when the t- uh, you throw in Happy Coruscant to that mix and a couple of other outsiders like a James Tarmow, who was a winner, and... And all of a sudden, you've got this kind of uh, belief that you can do things. And once you've got belief and you've got fitness and you've got skill, um, there's not many things in the game that can stop you. And and I think um, what Ivan Cleary has done with that group is just nurtured it. He hasn't tried to change anything. He hasn't tried to change the way those kids play. He's watched them from a long time, and he's just he's kind of let the pigeons loose type of attitude, and, and it's worked. It's you know, but a lot, a lot of hinge on on Nathan this year. Uh, he's now the su- superior player in the competition, in my opinion. He's number one. Um, and when you get to that mantle, um, a la 
and the Johnses of the world and the Thurstons and the Cronks and um, in their in their respective careers, a lot of that a lot of pressure comes with that. And mm. we'll see this year just how much. I think I think we'll see. I know we're going to do predictions later on, but I'll, I'll jump ahead and I think he'll get the Dalian Medal of the Year. I think he's. Um, she should have got it in 2020, um, but, with, but Jack White didn't come from nowhere to get it. Uh, then obviously Tommy in 21 and, and Nico last year. So um, I think this year will be Nathan Cleary's year. Talk about his house partner for a moment because Jerome Luai, we, I mean, I think from an off-season perspective, he's had some missteps um, and we know he's a guy that plays, you know, supremely talented and what he brings to that Panthers team is almost irreplaceable, but it's a lot. It's very emotional. He plays with a lot of emotion when he goes out there, something I reckon you probably love about him because you you played similar yep. at times, but he doesn't have Billy. He doesn't have big Billy outside of him this year. How much of a difference is that going to make? Uh, we'll see. It's a, it's, a good, it's a very good point you make, and, 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 and Kickhouse's presence alone was, was enough to scare teams to not go that way in, defense, in, in attack and um, you know, it, it's out of, I suppose, you know, Liam Martin's got that right second row um, sewn up and you've got Hoskins who um, was good last trial, uh, trial game um, when they got beaten by the St. Helens team. Uh, Garner had, a, you know, probably a, a trial to forget, um, but it's a trial game. I think I think long term you'll probably see Garner fulfil that obligation out there. And but Hoskins, what I've seen from him, he's he's he's, he's a goer. He's he, he can make forty or fifty tackles. He won't miss many. And um, oh, look, the fuse has been lit for for Friday night's footy with Selwood and Colbo coming out and calling him the ultimate grub in the game. And I, I think Penrith are, <laughs> Penrith are ready for that. Penrith Penrith. One thing Penrith do they galvanise as a unit. And there's a lot of outside noise that happens when you are winning games. And you know Cameron Smith, how long did we see him getting bagged for? You know, trying to referee games, and how long did we see you know other Thurston getting away with murder, so-called murder? From happens to the best teams and players, they they get mm-hmm. picked on. They, they and it's it's the way the rugby league is, and I've got no qualms with that. Mm-hmm. The response from Jerome Luai on Friday night should be an epic one. That's that's the only way you can make your statements in rugby league, because we don't fight anymore. We can't throw punches. We can tackle. We can run hard, but the only time you can show what something means to you is, is on the footy field and I'm not expecting to do it. I, st- I mean, you still look at that forward pack though. I mean, James Fisher-Harris, Moses Leota, Isaiah Yo at number 13 is ju- the, the, I know they've lost players and I think Appy, as you mentioned, is going to be a tremendous loss, but they're still, it's such a quality side. And Dylan Edwards, I mean, I, get, I think there's probably people that have already forgotten how good he was and how he elevated himself into the conversation that he hadn't been a part of previously in the conversation oh. about the best fullbacks in the game. Yeah, he well he is. He's he is the best in the top three you know, fullbacks in the game in my in my opinion. The way he he plays and and, and the young guy taking over from Taylor May's uh, unfortunate ACL injury, um, young Taruva. Um, watch this kid. This kid is special. Uh, the Fijian international. Um, him and Tago on that left side. Um, we won't. When I say we, Penrith won't lose too much with with Tiny being out because Taruva is exactly the same type of player. And um, then you're on the other side, you've got Crichton and Toto. So it's, it's yeah. as you mentioned at the top of this, it's still a formidable team. And um, but we haven't seen it before, MJ. We haven't seen a three peat before. Not uh, not well, since Parramatta. Not since Parramatta. And and back then, Liam, there was no salary cap. So 
um, which makes it even more remarkable if a team does it these days because of the fact that each time they win, they get the eyes picked out of their team, and uh, as Penrith have in the last three years. Uh, just quickly, before we move on from the Panthers, can we get a, can we get an, uh, a Mav guy update? How's he travelling? How's the preseason been for the young fellow? Yeah, he's been uh, actually a good, uh, fantastic preseason compared to the last one when he, um, he dislocated his elbow on the second trial and then he broke a thumb. Um, then he got a staph infection. Then he got tonsillitis. So he had four things go against him last year and somehow he still managed to finish the season okay. Um, he's, uh, he's starting in the in the prim- in the the New South Wales Cup team on um, uh, Friday night against the Bears. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, he's left second row on number eleven. So let's hope he um, goes gets through unscathed. That's all I can mm-hmm. hope for as a dad. Just saying, if Luke Garner and Zach Hosking don't quite find their feet in the first couple of rounds, mm-hmm. you're, you're could saying we see a guy? <laughs> could we see a guy? Well, hopefully, hope, hopefully, sometimes this year. Hope, like that's that's. I, I think that would be his goal. I think sometime sometime this year, he'd like to, you know, because he's 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 got next level with his his dedication to it. He's you know what I've seen in the last. Oh, since November when they went back to training, I've seen a guy who's really committed to the cause, and that's what you want. That's Charlie. You know, you do can... you know what I can't wait to see? Because I don't know if you saw the Isaiah Cattell video from yesterday, where the Dolphins put it up of him calling his mum and dad, and the emotion you heard from Isaiah's father on the end of the line was it was beautiful, and I love those moments. But the moment Mav gets that call and then makes that call to the Wild Panther here, that will be. I mean. Kleenex won't be able to oversupply the compound enough. <laughs> There'll be, 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 be a lot of beeps. There'll be a lot of beeps. There will be so many beeps. There will be so many tears. And well, yeah, it's, it's, you know what exactly? With the bloke we spoke about cricket before, and the young and the, and the bloke I spoke to in New Zealand said the same thing. He said, "You know, we I saw you a young bloke getting interviewed after the Parramatta game, and you know, just you know, he seems like a good kid." And I said, "You know what? That's when you when you're younger. When they're younger, you don't really even think about them following in your footsteps. You don't even think about them playing. You know what you did. You just like them to be a good person and 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 fulfill their dreams. And he's chosen rugby league as his dream. So I hope he, I hope he that they come through for him because he deserves but, it. Let's not put the cart before the horse, though. Let's never. not let's not no, experience never. that moment before it happens. No. I can't wait. No. Hopefully, we see it this year. Let's head north, Dolphins." Officially a 17-team competition for the first time. The NRL Brisbane is now a two-team town. And MG is somebody with boots on the ground. The excitement is 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 palpable. It is. There I, I, is a, I, I could imagine. I there could is imagine. a vibe. There is a huge vibe. There is, And it's what's made it really interesting as well is obviously in the last seven days, you've had the announcement that Herbie Farmworth and Tom Flegler are both heading to the Dolphins next year. That's awesome. There's this, there's this now, there's, you can't manufacture a rivalry. No. But though that announcement and the Broncos aren't talking about the Dolphins. It's a little bit like, remember when Kevy enlisted the coach whisperer and they refused yep. to say New South Wales during State yep. of Origin that year? It's a, I'm not saying he's done it again, but there is a little bit of that, well, this is our town. We're not talking about that mob. I think for I think the best thing, and this might sound crazy, I think the best thing to happen to the Dolphins was getting their ass kicked by the Titans in that trial game a couple of weeks back. I think if they went through that and they, you know, they they went okay. Um, once two points are up for grabs, it's a whole different scenario. As as Milford has found out, um, you know, obviously coming back from the World Cup unfit and didn't didn't reach any peaks over the the off season. Now Young Katoa gets his opportunity and. 
injury free, he'll stay there as long as he's he is injury free because apparently by all reports he's his off season was was awesome. Um, I just love the fact that they're they're in the competition. I, I just love the fact that we've got a new team to talk about. And I think every, when everyone starts to talk about rugby league is back, I think one of the main reasons for the excitement is to see this seventeenth team. And we haven't seen a, a team introduced for a long time into the into the NRL. And um, back in '95, I I felt the same way these guys are feeling. And I was in a AFL dominated town. You know, just to be part of that, that, that embryo, that, that, that first time for, you know, not many, all these guys from one to 17 in the, in the Dolphins lineup, well, they're creating history. And I kind of didn't really, back then at Western Reds, I didn't kind of quite gravitate toward, towards our hive and our, an accolade that is in your career. You know, the Adelaide Rams, the same, the Warriors, mm. the Cowboys, when these teams start, you, and you're in that starting lineup, you've just, you've, you've created history and. The fact that it's on the Broncos' doorstep as well, and I, I think it's so healthy for the game. I, Wayne, as long as Wayne Bennett's in, involved anywhere, it's it's it, it brings eyes to the game, and and that's what us as as commentators and ex players and as lovers of the game, that's what we want. You mentioned that idea of creating history and and being the first players, and the three Melbourne Storm boys, the Bromwich brothers, uh, Kenny and Jesse and Felice Cafusi, That's that's something that they've been rolling out a lot is they remember getting to the storm and mm. your brother, Matt, and the other blokes who were there as part of that inaugural storm team, the inaugural premiership side. They were, yep. they were the, they, they talk about them with such reverence and they want to be that for the dolphins. Those three storm blokes in particular, they, there's that real sense of, we want to be that we want to be what, what Matt was and those other players were for this dolphin side. They want to do that. And then, you look through like Tom Gilbert, who's come down from the Cowboys and, and actively approached or through his manager, but he, he wanted to come to the Dolphins. Yeah. It wasn't a case of them chasing. He approached cause he's a Brisbane boys from the area. He wanted to be a part of this. So there's a real burning desire from these, a lot of these players that have uh, with reputations that have come to the club to be a part of it. Um, I'll let me tell you a Wayne story. <laughs> I was, I've, uh, I've managed to shoehorn my way into, um, a few cashies yeah. up here. Yeah, you and Dobbo. You're Dobbo's sidekick. Oh, I'll tell you what, I don't think Dobbo was happy I got this one, actually. I hosted I hosted the Dolphins, how we built this corporate lunch. So it was a big, it was a 200 plus people event, paid ticket thing in Brisbane City Hall, which is the big grand hall in the middle of the CBD there. It's a spectacular venue. And the, the point of this lunch was to tell the journey of how the Dolphins built this as in from the beginning on, in, on, which is on stand soon isn't it oh on, the documentary's the, coming out yeah. i spoke to the bloke who was behind the lens and, and the good. brains behind that yeah. it, it, it's going to be incredible so 1947 this bunch of blokes got together on the peninsula and created this football club and now they're here on the doorstep of this this moment yeah, when they amazing. take on the roosters next weekend it's already it was Artie beatson's dream he wrote about it in his bio that one day he would see his dolphins Wow. his Queensland club play against his Roosters on the national level. And, and on Sunday it happens, which is why the Dolphins always wanted to play the Roosters first. There's all this amazing history, but as part of this lunch, I had to do a quick panel chat with um, Terry Reader, the CEO and Wayne. And I know, I know who Wayne Bennett is. I've seen enough press conferences and I've seen him <laughs> do enough interviews to know exactly who Wayne Bennett is. And Wayne got up on stage and I asked Terry Reader, I said, here we are, Terry, 10 days out from 
this moment, how are you feeling? And Terry gave his very, um, you know, well-rehearsed speech and spoke about the club and said all the right things. Wayne, 10 days out from the <laughs> Dolphins playing their first game in the NRL as the 17th franchise in the league. Are you excited? No. Okay, Terry, so talk to me about... <laughs> he said no. He said no. And then, that's okay, I knew it was... I, hey, this is Wayne Bennett. Oh, this was yeah, not a you surprise. Wouldn't, you wouldn't expect to say no. I Maybe pivoted. yes. Just yes. I, I wasn't no. expecting him to break out in song. And anyway, I pivoted and I asked Terry a question. And then I came back and I said, Wayne, your reputation is solidified in the league. You don't need to, You didn't need to do this. You, If you hadn't taken this job, you're still the super coach. Nothing left to prove. Why did you want to take on the challenge of coaching this new franchise? Because I didn't have a job. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that means he, I think he likes you. I think he likes you. <laughs> Sorry, but here's the best he, bit. Here's the best bit. I want to marry you. Here's the best bit. He went back and sat down at the table and he said to Terry, you're sitting next to Terry Reader, the CEO, and he said, who is that bloke? <laughs> <laughs> and Terry said... He does the radio show with Dobbo and Lisa. He's like, oh, right, okay. <laughs> well, you know, at least he knows you now. At least what knows everybody you has now. said, well, what, what Dobbo astutely pointed out, though, is that it means he's back into coaching mode. It yeah. means he's back into cards close to the chest. Yeah, and that's scary. That's scary. Because before this chat, I've had them coming last in the comp, but I think I've got to change my selection just on what you've told me just then, and I'm going to be overt about that. I, mm. I, 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 yeah, I, I've got... I've. I've got a feeling that they're, they're going to rattle a few cages. No, I don't think they're going to win too many games, but I think they'll win the ones they have to. I think they're going to win ones that, you know, mean the most to them. And, and look, give it time. Give it, give it, what, give it. You already said two players like Flegler and Herbie who are going there next year, two established first graders slash rep players, potential rep players. Um, and I think he's, he's, he's a lure is enough to make this team into something very, very special in the next within five years. Within five and, years, they'll be they'll be knocking on they'll be knocking on the top four's door. And and he's got he's got well he'll have three years, including last year, to lay the foundation and build and establish that culture, the seeds of the culture. Yeah. And then Christian Wolf takes over over, and this Ooh, is a bloke who not bad has been talked about in Serralo type circles, you know, as as the next long term young key coach and, and the Dolphins have got him. So, um, I yep. think that's, but look, but getting back to the overall vibe, it's really, really strong. Um, mm. the, the challenge for the Dolphins is, is going to depth. be converting it's people depth. because people, yeah, exactly. It's, it's depth on the playing list, but it's also about it's people want to back a winner. You know, that's yeah. applies in anything. And well, they'll have a, they'll have a honeymoon period of, of about a month. They'll have a honeymoon period. I'm not sure who their first four games are because I haven't got in front of me, but I know they have the Roosters on your doorstep for the first game. They'll be up for that for the first 20 minutes, and then I think the Roosters will will, will surge away. But it's a good they, it's a good barometer. They start the season with the Roosters, the Raiders, the Knights, and the Broncos. Now I think they'll win one of those. Mm, I think they'll beat the Knights. I think they'll they'll have a win in that first four in those the the Dolphins Broncos game at Suncorp Stadium in round wow. four is going to be. Electric. I'm very yeah. So it's just already it's already added that as you mentioned, it's rivals aren't you can't make rivals up there. They're spawned, and mm. you know they come from nowhere. All of a sudden, we've got a rival on Friday night between Penrith and the Broncos that I never saw coming because of one sentence that one of the players from the teams. That's how they. That's how it happens. 
Do you want and a round four it. prediction? That's, that's what it's about. Round four prediction. Felice Cafusian Payne has to have a dust up in that Broncos Dolphins game. Oh, or yeah. or one of the Bromwich boys. Well, I was just on Jesse Bromwich. I was I saw I saw a um a clip from him today when I was doing some stuff at work and he was asked about Milford. Very strong what he said. And I think that is the fact if that's the mandate throughout the club, uh, you didn't get the, the you didn't get the old oh you know what he's he'd be right he'll be back in a couple of weeks you know he said mate he's, he didn't he didn't reach our standards he I hope that sometime down the track that he he does because um, he's a skillful player but at the moment he didn't reach our our standards and it, and, and to be saying that before a, a ball's kicked that means that their culture is already starting to to garnish each other and and yep. starting to really get together so um, yeah look it's 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 fascinating, isn't it? It's going to be fascinating to see how they go. I, I, I can't wait. I can't it's wait great. to see their first game on Sunday. It's great for the game. Now, it is. I, look, I need to, this next bit, not to, not to. I'm going to go further north from the Dolphins up to Townsville. Yep. And producer Charlie, when I presented this theory when we were texting about the show, declared it madness. So I'd just like to say, I don't, I think the Cowboys could slide this year. How far? I think they could miss finals. They could miss finals. Yeah. And and allow me to present a roadmap. Yeah, because your eyes got roadmaps in from smoking too much dope. <laughs> if you think that. If you think they come at the eight, you are on you are on heavy. I, I'm heavy not sedation. saying they won't. I'm saying they could. Well, you, you've, well I, I could say could on a lot of things as well. But okay. put your cags on the line and tell me whether they're going to make the eight or not. Let me present the roadmap first. Oh, here we go. Popcorn they finished. Th- they finished third last year, right? They finished yep. third on the table. They had 17 wins. Nobody saw it coming, except the people within the Cowboys camp. Um, they had that extra time win over the Sharks in the first final, narrow loss to Parra. It was an outstanding season, right? But let me just walk you through their best 17 or, or most of their best 17. Scott Drinkwater, yep. career best year last year, yeah? Yep. We can agree that Scotty Drinkwater had the yep. best season of his NRL career. Yes. Murray Tuolangi had the best season of his NRL career, so much so that he got picked in State of Origin. Val Holmes. Dallium center of the year, back in the team of the year, back to his best. Don't worry about fullback. Yep. Don't worry about the wing. You are a center, and he dominated. Yep. Peter Hiku was also great. I'll mm-hmm. get to the halves in a moment. Ruben Cotter, best season yep. of his short career, up to all of a sudden in the origin. Jordan McLean, back into origin. Uh, Jason Tamalolo, maybe not the absolute peak of his career, but he was. Todd Payton figured out how to use him, and he was dominant once again. Reese Robson at nine probably had the best season of his career. Jeremiah Nanai, Dallium second row of the year. If you run through that starting 13, yep. almost everyone had a career best year. Now, Chad Townsend uh, in the halves, I think probably also had a career best year potentially, save maybe the, the premiership season with the Sharks, but he was so good in doing his job. Tom Dearden is the key. My point is when I run through all these that is that they everyone performed better than they ever have. Basically everyone in that Cowboys team performed better than they ever have. Yep. And and the rest of the NRL wasn't really ready for them. 
Now, I don't well, they know. Were, they were they were ready for them because they they did it all year. They 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 if they weren't ready for them, they would have tried and make changes after round one. But round two came along and they couldn't stop the juggernaut because they were number one. Uh, the the level of fitness they had was was one of the things that mm-hmm. creates confidence. When you're a fit rugby league team, and that's why I believe the Sharks will make the grand final this year. I think when you're a fit team, you go out in the field already with six points in, in in front of your opponents if you know you're fitter than them. And I think that's what happened to the Cowboys. I I miss I I, I said they got they're going to get the spoon. I I didn't. No one saw it coming. But then all of a sudden you're going to say to me that you don't think they can back that up. Like Cotter can't play that good again, or Nanai can't play that good again, or or Valentine Holmes or, or Scott Drinkwater can't play that good again. You're- I'm not saying they can't play that good again. And this is the this is my point because I'm saying for them to go further, they need to get better. Okay. Yeah, and, now, and I'm, I, th- I think I think they can. You don't think they can? I, I think and I, I think some of them have. I think I think Ruben Cotter. We don't know what his ceiling is yet. Um, we Jeremiah now these guys that burst onto the scene somewhat. Yep. I think they definitely have. And this is why I think Tom Dearden is the absolute key because he is such a young man with so much potential. And I think if he improves and he and he takes on more responsibility and and fulfills even a little bit more of his potential then they will, if not finish where they did, perhaps go better. But if any of these guys, you know how hard it is to maintain that level. Well, of course. Of, if, if any of these guys fall off. Yep. That's why I think James Tamau has been a great signing for them. It adds a bit of experience that when he'd he done the same thing at Penrith, when he, he came in as a hard head and just kind of leveled off the expectations of, of, of you know, Players that might think that it's going to be easy second time mm. around again, like, and I think he'd be, in, I think he'd be in someone like Nano Aziz saying, "Mate, that's that's great what you did last year, but try and do it for the next three or four years, and that's when you be caught. That's when you become a superstar of the game." It's the famous Marvin Hagler quote, MG, about it's tough to get out and do road work at five a.m. when you're sleeping in silk pajamas. Like these 100%. these guys don't have that. Nobody believes in us. Edge to their preparation this year, yeah, because now everybody I- does believe in them. I get the and preface I, where you're coming from. I, I, I get I get where you're coming from. I do. But you, I, I just be, you still I, believe in them. Oh yeah, I still believe in them. I, I think they, I think they're going to make the top. Or probably I, I've got them coming fifth. I've got I've got them coming fifth this year. I've got them just coming out of the, so they can't win the comp. In, in other words, the top four are the only teams that can win the competition, and I, I don't think they're in it. I think it, it's going to be a, a completely and a lot a lot compare a lot a lot is. Hang, hangs on the likes of if Tommy Turbo plays twenty games, Manly could win the comp. If if Latrell plays twenty games, South mm. can win the comp. It's yeah, it's, it's it's clubs that are defined by one player that I worry about. Yeah, you know, if Nathan Cleary gets injured for Penrith, are they gone? Probably, probably because of the well, fact especially that now lost with Sean O'Sullivan gone as well, and 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 Coruscant as well. You know, if that's that's a, that's a big so the clubs that. Have one standout player, and I, and I look at the if I look at the Cowboys, who's that player from them? If one of them gets, one of them lose, they they can't go further. There's not really one standout player for mine besides maybe Tamalolo, who's the mm. the heartbeat of the team. But I, I they're they're the teams I look at okay. when I'm so, I'm trying to determine who can win a comp or not. If yeah. if a player gets injured and it's the main player. Um, and let's t- let's knock on a lot of wood and hope that doesn't happen to anyone. But no, it's it's replacing that play with depth, and yeah. that's where I believe 
Well, you know, Penrith have got plenty of depth. They've got they've got Cogger back from uh, Super League, and they've got Kurt Falls playing in the New South Wales Cup team this week. So, um, yeah, look, it's, it's it's fascinating. It's the whole comp- that's what we said at the top of this show. That's that's it, the most wide open competition for a long, long time. And like, what about the, we haven't spoken about the Roosters yet? Like, <laughs> well, they've just got Dylan Napa back on a on a, a train and trial type contract, so he will he'll fill a hole every now and then. They've got. Spencer Lenu going there next year uh, when Hargraves moves on, and how good will Sawali be in his second year? Um, you know, is oh, Kiri, coming off a World Cup where you is know, Kiri going like... to be the play? Kiri is 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 you know, there are all these questions that I don't know the answers to, but I, I think that that's the fascination of the competition. Let's get into some predictions. Let's right. we can um, you know. We could go through ifs and buts all day, but if my grandma had wheels, she'd be a bike, MG. So yeah. we could well, we could walk through those things all day. Let's talk about some season predictions. Um, let's go top four. Let's start my off with grandma, top four. If my grandmother had cags, she'd be my grandfather. <laughs> oh, Nan. Hey, Pop. See, I opted for the PG version. Uh, top four, just top four, and, and, a, and a grand final and a premier. Okay. Uh, Penrith, Sharks. Um, Storm and fourth position is out of oh, the Roosters and the Cowboys for mine. I'm going to say Roosters, so the Cowboys will finish fifth. So We've I think got the it's... exact same top four, but just in a different order. Okay, okay. What's your, sharks, we'll, we'll go through, Roosters, what's your bottom Panthers, four? Storm. What's your bottom four? You might as well, you might as well put our predictions on the line so we can come back and visit them grand final week or so, uh, the last. Right. So I've got. Sharks finishing top, Roosters uh, runner-up. Uh, this is not for the grand final. This is just the yep. order. Uh, yep. Sharks, Roosters, Panthers, Storm, um, Rabbitohs. Yep, me too. Eels. Eels. Titans. Cowboys. Titans. Mm-hmm. Did you say Titans? Titans. Yeah, you see. Charlie, next time we do this, get a solder in. Titans. Get him to do a urine test before we go on air. Titans with Kieran Foran to win the Dally M. Oh, this bloke, what he out. is going to do for... Yeah, where, anyway. do you live, where do you live now? Gold Coast. Yeah. <laughs> what, what plays do you see around the shopping centres and at the beaches? Actually, Kieran Foran's been just yeah. down the road in Kieran. Yeah, wanker. Okay. Righto. Well, no, you know I what? think the Titans... Where yeah, I think, I think they're going to be a lot better than... I think with Kieran Foran, they are definitely going to have a lot more direction and they're going to have... I think he'll unlock the Fafita Beast. I think yes. he, I think I think he'll unlock the Fafita beast, and I think we'll see a big year from him. The other gonna... thing he'll do, MG, I think, is relax Tino. I don't think yeah. t- like I don't like Tino as the captain. I love Tino as a player. I don't like him as the captain because he, I don't want him shouldering the responsibility no. of captaincy. No, no. So we've got to. But we've, so anyway, we've got... sorry. Titans to finish seventh, uh, and the last spot in my eight. So you got no eels. No, I've got eels. Eels coming in once. I've got eels coming in sixth. Have you got, have you got rabbitos? Yeah, rabbitos at fifth. And you know so, what? I'm going to be brave. I'm going to be brave and stick with my theory and say the Cowboys slide badly. They miss out on the eight. Yep. And I'm going to f- give that eight spot to. Ugh, I just Ricky. Ricky and the sure. Raiders, I just they fight and they scrap and they're just going to be in that mix and I think they're no, sneaking. Uh, the Raiders can finish anywhere from fourth to fourteenth. <laughs> that's 
That's the way they are. I, I've, I've got Eels uh, coming at seventh, and I've got Manly uh, to squeeze into the eight. I think the ones, probably the, the notable omissions are um, Tigers, Raiders, Broncos. Broncos could surprise. Broncos, I think, with Reese Walsh and Selwyn Cobbo in the same team. Um, their attack is going to be deadly, um, and the growth of Car- uh, Pat Carrigan, who I think, I think is fast developing as the best forward in the competition. Um, I think they're going to be a handful of the Broncos as well. So I, I debated whether the, the, the Broncos or Manly would come eighth. So I went for Manly in the end because um, I, I don't know. Seabold seems to have a this calming effect over the team at the moment. They're not playing what I've seen in the, in the first two games of the trials. They're not playing as as angrily as they. They were last year. Um, young Cooper Johns is looking good at, in in the halves after having you know four years at Melbourne Storm and, and rubbing some of that lotion on the on the backs of the Seagulls. So um, yeah, look at conversely at the other end of the spectrum. As I said at the start of this, I had Dolphins coming last. But what the paint the picture you've painted and and the but you being in the epicenter of what's going on, I, I I'm going to give that mantle now to the Dragons. Yeah, I'm with you. I can't you. see him getting out of the mire of the Dragons. But unfortunately, I think uh, Hook Griffin's time is uh, numbered. I think he gets I don't, the full I don't, support. I don't, of... like saying, I don't like saying that. No, neither do I, but I think he'll be given the full support of the board within the first six rounds, and you'll see him go on before State of Origin Game 1. I just, yep. it's, and it's, and, which, again, and we can unpack it when it happens, but what is going on with that club? Why? Why well, they, they is seem to keep just... shooting themselves in the foot. They just keep shooting. We spoke about it. And we're on the rush hour together. You know, when, when barbecue gate hit, they haven't recovered from it. They, they just haven't recovered from that moment when everyone else was, was doing the right thing. They were doing the wrong thing. And guess what? For the last twelve to eighteen months, they've been doing the wrong things consistently. They don't get. They just don't get it. Um, you know, even the dust up at Mudgee a couple of weeks ago was it the world's yeah. world's worst thing? No. But no other club was doing it. No other club was on um, alcohol, supposed alcohol bans, and then going out after flogging against the Rabbitohs, and and then coming back and blind drunk and, and getting amongst each other. It's yeah. the good teams. It doesn't happen to the good teams because they respect what they're doing more. And at the moment, the Dragons don't seem to. They just they don't seem to be doing what they should be doing. Uh, Dally M. I, I've said Nathan. Cleary. Nathan to win it. I'm going with Kieran. Lock it in. It'll be it'll be a turn up. Who's the oldest player to have won the Dalian? I think Kieran's 32 at the moment, but um, he'd be he'd be close to it. It'll be hey, it'll be a it'll DC, be a moment. They saw you a few years ago. No, no, he's he's only 30. He's only a pup. We don't yeah. we see what we like about Kieran Foran at the Titans is that he actually turned up, unlike Daly. Yeah, actually, yeah, true. Yeah, ten years later, <laughs> no backflips with Kieran. I think my, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'll give you a boulder from my origin team for New South Wales. I think Ola Koloatu from Manly is going to play origin this year. Nice. I just think he, I think he's going to be the, the unleashed oh, the beast. Geez, it's going to be. I can't wait for state of origin. Uh, have we now grand final and premier, please? I think Melbourne uh, will just miss out on the grand final. Though I'll, the grand final will be between the two teams that entered the competition in the same year in 1967. Penrith will take on the Sharks, and Penrith will win. Three Pete, wow! I back back. I also think the Sharks will get there, and I think it'll be a Sharks Roosters grand final. I think the Roosters win. Mm-hmm. My concern yeah. now is, look, you take Angus Crichton out of a side, and and you a know, massive massive loss. 
thoughts massive thoughts loss. with Angus and his family and everything yeah. that he's going yeah, through at the see, moment. It is massive loss. More important than football, but he yep. is a huge out for that side. I had he's, them down. He's, well, he's, and I, I, have just, him, I have him in the same vein as a kick out for Penrith. I, I, yeah. He, every time he's on the footy field, Angus has a presence about him. And yep. He has that dangerous presence because he plays like a center mm. who's built like a, a front rower. He's fast. He's big. He's strong. And he defends well. And as he well. defends yeah. really well. I. It's a massive loss for the Roosters. Um, yeah. And I think that's gonna that's gonna hurt them. I think it's gonna hurt them because they. He's a, you know, he's a fantastic player. And as you say, yeah, he's his dad come out in the last couple of weeks and said we want our privacy, so let's give it to him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but we'll obviously be thinking of him. But I'm going to stick with the Roosters. I think Trent Robinson will find a way to um, galvanise the troops and, and fill that hole. And, and I'm going to stick with them. Roosters to beat the Sharks in the granny. Uh, MG tipping a, a th- three-peat for his beloved yep. Panthers. God, can they'll burn the place down. Yep. I, I, think this is, I think this is kind of a, the, you know, they, the carcass can't be, can't be picked out anymore. It's got to be, it's got no. to be, a, it's got to be a, you know, um, but saying that, they just well, they 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 tied up the players. You know, Tago and and May just signed long term deals, and yeah. um, Martin as well. So, mate, I'd just yeah. be keeping an eye on your Panther Cubs. I think that's where mm. that's where the teams will be looking when your nurseries yeah, are as strong well, as well, it well, is. Look at look at Katoa, for example. That's for it. The Dolphins. That's it. Yeah. And here he is making his debut in round one. Um, Do you know so, he's the youngest player to play for a franchise team since rugby league started um, with? I think the NRL really? started a stat I saw today that so all these new teams that come into the competition over the last twenty or odd years, he's the youngest at nineteen and fifty days or something. I can't wait to see him out there in an NRL game because he's mm. listed at five ten, like which is basically my height, a little bit taller than me. I don't. Think but he's, he's ninety one kg, so he must be yeah, thick through the torso and the, and the legs. He is. He's a, he's, he's a. I'm trying to think of someone who he kind of reminds me of, but it's no one really comes straight off the tongue because he's he's, a, he's an Parker, halfback. Corey Parker was talking about how impressed he's been with his level of football IQ for a for yeah, a kid for a 19 year old. He's very level headed kid. He's, he's a really good he's a really good kid. Yeah, uh, my so. own bloke played with him last year in Jersey Flag for a few games, and he said, and he was only 18 then. He said, Dad, for a kid who's just so young, he's just such a good such good uh, good level head on him. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, there it is. Uh, quickly, let's fly through these, MG. Round one's upon us, and people yep. are getting ready for their tip, and we know that you are definitively, there's no argument here, the best media tipster in the game yep. of rugby league. You've got the trophies to prove it, so let's just yep. rattle through these with you. Round one, always difficult. Eels v. Storm, Combank Stadium. I said Amy Park earlier in the in the yep. pod. It's actually at Combank Stadium, Parramatta home game. Yeah, well, since there's been 16 teams in our competition, Melbourne have been unbeaten in round one. Um, the only team to do so, I think that'll that'll maintain because no Madison, no Marnie, no Papalihi, no Neocora. I think Melbourne will be too strong for Para. Warriors Knights, maybe the battle for the wooden spoon. <laughs> um, yeah, Warriors. At home. Look, Warriors. I want to see the Warriors turn that into turn that road trip into that. I don't want to go there. When I played yes. for Penrith back in the late '90s, that was that place. You didn't want to go there. It was wet. It was cold. It was windy. It was it was a it was overseas. Um, and I think the Knights are going to have a long year. I think the Warriors will win this one. New coach as well for the Warriors, Andrew Webster. Looking forward to yep. seeing what how how as you say he can galvanise uh, that outfit and turn it into a tough road trip. Uh, Panthers, Broncos, Blue Bet Stadium, the reigning premiers, back to backers hosting the Bronx. 
Panthers. Panthers. Uh, Manly Bulldogs. This one's at Four Pines Park. Brookie. <sighs> Look, I was leaning towards the dogs until that. Cause I really, I really rate Luke Thompson as a rugby league player, but yeah, uh, he's out for the year with a, with a Lance Frank uh, fracture in his foot. Turbo's back. Um, let's hope he's back to his best. Let's see. Let's see an uninterrupted season for Turbo. That'd be my wish if I was a. Oh, actually, if I was a rugby that's not a guy. bad thing. We should just quickly do. You wish for the year. You're going with is, the top. Is Turbo to remain uninjured? I'll give you one. A fit and healthy Ryan Pappenhausen. Similar yeah. vein, different player. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. just feel like we haven't really got to appreciate Pap. Um, no, not yet. By the way, did you just call it a Lance Frank injury, like a Buddy it, Franklin injury? Isn't it Lance Frank? Lance Franklin? Liz Frank. Oh, well, that's his sister. <laughs> Liz, Frank, Liz Franklin. I'm going to call it the Buddy Franklin injury from now on whenever it's <laughs> okay, 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 the Buddy. Uh, he's got a Buddy. He's out for six months with a Buddy. Uh, Cowboys Raiders. Cowboys hosting Raiders in Townsville. Townsville. Uh, Townsville. Cowboys. Cowboys. I think the Raiders will win. Sharks, Rabbitohs. I'm leaning towards the Sharks until Nico Hines was ruled out. So I'm leaning now towards the Rabbitohs. So I think Rabbitohs will win. Incredible to think that this bloke who was a basically a backup utility at the Storm is now so influential. He's a Dalian player of the year. And, you know, he's, change, he's not an availability. He's changing people's tips. Exactly. Dolphins, Roosters, they make their debut in the competition. I think they might get a battering, though. And uh, unfortunately, it's against one of the juggernauts of the competition who will be out to make a statement, and they will. Best player to be awarded the Artie Beetson medal as well in that one, which will be uh, oh, Wayne Bennett spoke to us fantastic. the other day. What an honour. That'll be something that players truly Tradi- want to Traditions in our game we should really, really embrace. And lastly, the West Tigers hosting the Titans at Leichhardt Oval. Oh, Sunday afternoon footy at Leichhardt Oval. There is nothing better, especially when the Titans run away with the points. Sorry, Titans. Leichhardt Oval you on a Sunday. You don't seriously think that West Tigers, Tigers are going to win? Tigers can win this one by 13 plus. Oh, what? Because Benji's coaching? No, not because Benji's coaching, because <laughs> Tim Sheens is coaching. Yeah, he's and good. Benji, and Benji's his offsider. And <laughs> I don't know. They just started, they, they seem to be a, a club war going in the one direction. And Appy I, makes I, I me like nervous. It. Appy makes me really nervous. Yeah. So, all right. There it is. We're back. MG's Rugby League Rundown will be here every Wednesday during the season. It's great to be back. It's great to see your smiling face, MG. Yours too, you producer too. Charlie. Good to see you boys as well. Good on you, Chucky. M- Spread the word. M- Make sure you download the podcast and uh, let your friends know all about it. See you next week, boys. Grab it on the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. Free to download, free to subscribe. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.